the can you hear me at the back the uh, theme for the uh, afternoon talk is what am I prepared to uh, let go of or give up some of you may have uh, heard of some of the spiritual language and what I have in mind here uh, is such words as uh, liberation, awakening, uh, enlightenment, transcendence, finding God and other similar forms of uh, uh, language. And from time to time we hear these words, we perhaps read about them, we listen to talks on them, and for a number of people, understandably, this kind of language seems very, very far away from human experience. But we look at texts, some of the contemporary religious and ancient uh, religious texts, spiritual teachings and practices, depths of communication, insights and realizations, which in a variety of ways point to something which is possibly unfamiliar, not experienced, and rather distant from the daily life. Some, not Christopher, but some, have rather chosen, we might say, to neglect this transcendent language, truth, God, reality, liberation, uh, nirvana, the immeasurable, the unconditioned, many words, and instead said, that's far away from me, I can't relate to it, I just want to have some sense of stress reduction, some sense of balance, uh, to feel to be an okay, well-adjusted, well-integrated human being. And it is certainly fine in an environment like this to settle for being an emotionally integrated, well-adjusted human being. But you're letting yourself down. It's not deep enough. There's a lot further to go than that. It's just the beginning. So there is, perhaps not for all here, but quite often the gap. But that gap may not be as big as what we imagine and think and believe. Perhaps liberation, just to take one of these concepts, uh, the Buddha incidentally used more than a hundred different concepts for liberation, for the transcendent. I won't bore you with the list. And it's not so far away. Human beings can touch upon this, 
can recognize it I hear it in different subtle ways most days uh, on retreats and in meetings and so forth and this is what I mean by this can you think in your life of a time or experience which is current or near to the living present and you've looked at a situation and you said to yourself and perhaps to your good loved ones enough is enough and the outcome of some awareness or insight realization or practice is you let go of something and that which troubled you which was uncomfortable and difficult perhaps generating some anguish or habit you've let go of that and you've dropped that out of your life and you can put hand on heart and say that which I've let go of that which I've moved on from is no longer causing me anguish and pain this in the spiritual language is a liberation from liberation is not unfamiliar there are plenty of environments and situations which you and I engage in and we have come to the end of that it could be of course a relationship it could be a job it could be a way of looking at oneself it could be preoccupied with money and success and the future or whatever and you reflected on that you've had perhaps an inner conversation with yourself with regard to that and one sees it is finished, it's complete and it's in the small things it was interesting with the small group I had, I haven't heard of my dear friend's small groups today so I can only uh, make a short comment on the one that I uh, participated in and among the common features in the group uh, today was either giving up something if I remember rightly one was smoking for one person coffee for uh, uh, another person which could be a very big sacrifice for some of us um, or in transition so there's some recognition this is the important thing of some clarity and awareness there in which one for whatever motives and reason has let go of something in order to free up something I don't need this whatever it, that habit or pattern or job or career or whatever it, I, I don't need this it served its usefulness and that letting go is freeing up that freeing up is liberating that liberating is pointing to something very deep it is an expression of something deep and it is pointing to something deep liberation is close at hand it's not out of the field of human experience it's not far away 
if a human being has a capacity to let go of something which is troublesome and difficulty, then a human being has the capacity to let go of everything which is troublesome. Everything. And therefore to really know what a fully liberated life is about. That's the incredible capacity of women and men on this earth. And we know it. We've all let go of things. We've all moved on from things. We've all said enough is enough. We've all said it's time for a change. It is close at hand. It's extraordinary with this, and it was touched upon in the small group today and perhaps others with uh, the other good teachers. We look at our field of experience and some are in in our group fairly, it might seem at the time, it's not really, but it seems like it, fairly major change. I've done this work, it's been my career, I've been so committed to it, but it's not fulfilling, I need to explore something else as an example. And in the closure with something, it is the end, this is important, it is the ending of the known. I know about this. I know about what it was like working in this office. I know what it was like travelling to do this, that and the other. I've had that experience. And that ending of the known places the human being into the unknown. There are, of course, as you know, many knowns taking place with friends and family and locations, environment and much else. But a, a central feature in the making of a change from the known to the unknown is the experience of being in the unknown. Human beings are not very comfortable with it. We want security. Life ain't secure. Your politicians can't offer it. Brexit can't offer it. And all the other systems can't offer it. Life is, carries with it an extraordinary measure of insecurity. So the unknown comes, we are not sure what we are going to do with our life, we are not sure how we are going to spend our, our life, We're not e we can't even think more than the day after tomorrow, and because the more we think about the long-term future, whoa, 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 insecurity, whoa, 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 what am I going to do with the rest of my life? It's a big enough question about what am I going to do for the rest of the day? So the insecurity feeling, while humans kind of hate it, don't want it, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. We can spend an enormous amount of our life trying to feel insecure but every human experience without exception for it to be available and accessible will require if there isn't the wisdom the support of the other it has to there's the 
the teacher uh, sitting here, I mean, it's just a, a label, it's just an identity, it's, it's riddled with emptiness, but nevertheless there's an identity of the self called the teacher. And you may have your particular identities in work, relationships, family dynamics, nation-state, and all the other distractions. And the identity is dependent on the other. If even just one of you said, I've been listening to this guy for ten minutes, and uh, it's totally irrelevant for my life, I think I'll just start, I'll get my guitar, and I think I'll just start playing in here while he's talking. It hasn't happened, but if I suggest these things, it might. And the role, or if you just decided, no, no, it's a, a... a sunny day in Israel, surprise, surprise, and you say, oh, I'll just go for a, a wander around the gardens. Or that. The role of the teacher collapses because you have said enough. And the teacher has got nobody left to talk to. The teacher is dependent on the sweet, kind cooperation and support, and if I may add a bit more here, silence, of your good presence in order for this person to sit here and have the immense privilege of talking with you. Every single role that you have is no different. It's not secure. Any identity because it requires the support of the other. Every one of them. And at any time the other, as the example I gave, can walk out of our life step away from our life change our life and this precious role which we have nurtured and encouraged and held on to and this is who I am suddenly it collapses because one has forgotten one simple fundamental truth of life every single role is dependent on the support of the other without exception there is no self-existent role in life if you can think of one leave me a note and uh, it'll be the first time <laughs> anyway so there is the role of the dynamic which is taking place as mentioned sometimes we find ourselves in a state of transition there is in some insecurity in the transition rather than react to the transition because of the insecurity this isn't easy can you love the feeling of being insecure not to resist but to acknowledge in the insecurity though I know there's contractions in the stomach there's palpitations going on there might be some feeling of panic attack and some anxieties and all that's horrible and difficult and could there be in the depth of the being somewhere in a voice actually there is something which is important about this insecurity it might be a doorway to something else it could be a profound value uh, in it Some of you are in this, the, the same, uh, maybe in a similar uh, situation. So, 
probably one of the most popular along the agendas of insecurity um, will be about a relationship with whoever and a relationship with changes with whoever and a relationship with ends and the changing in relationships either one initiates it or the other initiates it or agree in this hall over the last 10 or 15 years has fulfilled a lot of mind space sitting in the meditation hall getting some wonderful morning instructions from our beloved uh, teachers here saying yes I'm here to breathe I'm here to have a clear mind I'm here to open my heart I'm here to live with one loving kindness and the entire sitting meditation has been fully occupied with internal conversations about the state of the relationship it's extraordinary the impact and it could be with a lover it could be with a friend it could be with a partner it could be with mummy and daddy it could be with your brothers and sisters whoever it just it, it's an occupation there are many occupations you know one of them which I'm thinking about there is another one the mind under occupation and anyone under occupation wants liberation one doesn't want to be obsessed and preoccupied and caught up in and, and stuck with and, and be so occupied and the heart's wish and the thought will arise why do I have to keep going over this why do I have to keep thinking about this which is the inner voice which is saying I want to be liberated from it it's not helpful one person told me that uh, having been actually married the average length of a marriage in Britain is uh, eight years by, uh, by the way my daughter s survived four or five years and it's going down by the year will soon be down to eight months eight weeks eight hours overnight <laughs> the trend is the way it's going in Britain people used to laugh out loud verbally you could hear it in the mid 1950s um, for around 25 minutes a day it's now down to five minutes and it's getting less soon it would be in the minus with Brexit, not surprising so there are sometimes the joy of life, the freedom of life the laughter of life, the happiness of life is going out of the window because we're occupied we're under occupation so the good some of you will know this uh, well, the good uh, per, uh, person said to me that after I can't remember, maybe 10 or 12 years of the marriage decided for very various reasons and not because of any violence or heavy duty problems but just felt that I need to move on and people do the outcome of that is the movement from the known to the unknown some of you knowing this mentioned it in the group today moving from the known to the unknown and then in the looking back this is what you have to deal with you make a decision 
at the time you might be very very clear about it I need to move on I need to start a fresh way of life you enter into the unknown you're not sure what comes next in your life and then the doubt the merciless fascist dictatorial doubt enters in oh my god what have I done oh my god I've wasted my life oh my god this is the worst mistake I've ever made in my life oh my god she he won't have me back oh my god God doesn't care and sometimes it's not only the challenge of making a decision which says no can be as difficult as for the one who's on the receiving end of it it just can be just as challenging in both directions or if both agree life is moving on are we going to live in the past? Are we going to live in this state of nostalgia? Going to live in happy past memories which keep feeding the unsatisfactoriness in the present. Oh, how lovely it was, how better it was. Or is life a movement? It's a liberating movement it's the movement which says in some things and to be quite clear I have no choice it is to move on it is to explore something fresh and new it is to make significant changes there and with that it may well be that sometimes we do really need if you are in the state of transition in your life be patient hang in keep listening to the deep some responses uh, 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 will, will come listen to those who support your transition don't buy into the conservative voices don't buy into the voices which keep talking about security learn to love the insecurity of it all and those feelings like can really change with all of this ah the music time of the time of the day Pr privilege to uh, uh, listen to we need a lot more mosques in England uh, Real pleasure to uh, to hear the the good voice. We need one in Totnes, where I where I live. Um, listen to church bells for far too long. We need a bit more variety and diversity. Anyway, back to the subject matter. <laughs> There's some blessings here. This, this is one of them for you. In the in the switch and the change which takes place, though possibly like today there are some difficulties and oh, uh, which may uh, uh, may arise the voice the voice of insight and it's, remember it's an insight retreat is the listening to the deep that even though sometimes we have, we feel we're in a, a tunnel and that we're kind of lost in it 
if I'm just willing to listen to the deep, there will be points of light. No matter how difficult it might be, there will be moments in all of that which offers something which transcends it. There will be moments where, despite everything that's going on for me, despite this struggle, this difficulty in making, starting a new way of life, uh, there, that in all of that, little things will spark, will come through. And we've got to be, we need the mindfulness and enough meditation or the awareness just to be receptive to the sweet moment in the dark. There is light in the tunnel. And as the, uh, the beloved Leonard, Leonard Cohen, the famous, one of the most famous one-liners in contemporary music, there is a crack in everything. That's where the light gets in. If you just remember that one line on a daily basis for the rest of your life you have understood the Dharma. Just that one line there is a crack. I'm not doing a very good Leonard Cohen but anyway <laughs> there is a crack in everything. That's where the light gets in. We are here to listen to the light to catch it in the midst of it all. And sometimes, out of that spark, out of that uh, uh, receptivity, which the mindfulness and the meditations and our being together here offer, something beautiful out, out of the human being can emerge. You've got to keep your ears and eyes open. So that we can let go of the, of the dark. <clears throat> and on, on, on a um, fairly uh, regular basis with the retreats those, my friends here and, and uh, others I um, quite regularly mention um, um, my family in a whole variety of uh, different ways uh, it would be a very rare retreat that uh, my daughter Nishona's name doesn't get uh, uh, mentioned and there are kind of two motives for this one is I like talking about them <laughs> and, and let you know what's going on with their good life yeah. and the, the, the second is quite often outside of our many circles um, in some of these which we call the roles again, there may not be any reference to the family life or to friends or to social life or what we're doing in our everyday life. So if you go and see your psychiatrist and your psychotherapist and your doctor and who else do people go and see these days? The dentist and many The one is just there for the identity. We may not be very interested. And also, maybe your priest and your rabbi and your imam and many others, they may not, uh, may, or, uh, may not mention. But here, the conversations, that means the teachings, tend to include all of that. And this is uh, a twofold uh, reason that I mentioned it. So, my um, uh, daughter. 
is currently setting up a mindfulness support service. Some of you will are working at the deep end of suffering. You're working with the asylum seekers and the refugees and the immigrants. You're working with the poor. You're working with the people suffering under domestic violence. You're working with people with cancer. You're working uh, with people who are homeless. You're working with the unloved. You're working with people who are in prisons. It's an immensely important and incredibly significant uh, work. Service to others who need our support is the most noble form of service. Some of you are working in terms of uh, support for uh, animals who really need our voice. You're changing your diet because you love animals. Some of you are working in the environment. Uh, there, land, water, air, the resources, changing things so we can live in a sane and sensible world. And if you're not engaged in that, you have a question to ask yourself. Why aren't I engaged? That's one of the questions here. We need your voice. We need those transitions. We need people to be bold. We need people to share their experiences there. And my uh, daughter, 20 years, she's 38 years of age. She's doing a training as a midwife and got pregnant, which I thought was slightly ironic. I said to her, well, experiences always come first, but I didn't expect this at 18 years of age. And... Um, and then she said to me, this is like 20 years ago now, and then uh, I said, what's the guy like? So she gave some description, and she said, oh, he's also he's, he's from the Caribbean, from the West Indies. And she reminded and I said, what was my first response to my only child, my beloved? And she said, the first words that came out of your mouth was, it's about time we had some colour in the family. <laughs> Sometimes what pops out of our voice is something, you know, oh, not bad. <laughs> you, know, you never know what's going to come out. It's rather impersonal and, and uh, selfless. So she's now setting up this whole, whole programme and she has... She's a single mum with four, four kids. She's a hero of mine, you can tell. And my, my grandson, who is fearless and um, so committed to diversity, you can't imagine, so committed to uh, anti-racism, so committed to it, he's 18 and a half years of, uh, of, of age no. And, uh, and so attuned with a rather fine sense of humour, which I love about the young guy. He goes to the, the, the gym, I think he actually lives there, judging from his body, but he, just, he goes to the gym a lot, he's into the martial arts. Anyway, so this is the story. I, I, I rather appreciated it with him. So he's doing, at college doing his studies. He, wa he wants to be a, a liar. My daughter said to me, Kai, that's his name. It means ocean in uh, uh, Hawaii. It's, uh, it's, uh, she said to me one day, oh, he could be prime minister. I said, prime minister? He can do a lot better than that. Goodness me. You probably know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, so he went off to college. 
as he does, you know, living at home where he went off to college. And he rings his mum up, as they do, and said, Mum, I forgot my sandwiches. Can you just drive over and bring the sandwiches over? And she said, Kai, you forgot them. Last week. And he, I'm not coming. You go around the corner shop and you go and buy your own sandwiches. Then he comes home that evening. And then she says, to, and she says I'm not coming over. You have, to, you have to go to the shop. And he comes home that evening. And he's 18 and a half. She said, why don't you do the washing up? And then all the washing up after dinner. You're 18 and a half. You should do the washing up. There. And he said to her, not seriously, laughing. He said to her, that's the trouble with you white people. You still want us blacks to be slaves. <laughs> it is sharp. <laughs> Created a giggle in the family. She really that. Do you know what Kai just said? <laughs> and, uh, sometimes we need the humour with, uh, with each other. And the, uh, it wasn't serious. It really, really playfully. He was giggling as, as uh, he comes out of it. But I just use it as small examples in, in life that though much may weigh us down, though it's not easy to be in transition, uh, etc., surely we can be receptive and find those points of light where there's good spirits and good humour and love and beauty and appreciation and fun and, and keep that alive. Because we're a little bit weighed down with life we, 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 and we're losing this human, human spirit and Let and I were just speaking just before a little uh, while earlier and, uh, and I said to her there's a there just in a general sense now with the privilege of travelling privilege of meeting with people that there's changes in the air. One can feel these changes that are going on in the air. And, and some of it's difficult and some of it's rather precious there. And it's part of this transition which we are going through, perhaps all of us, in a variety of uh, different ways. And I want you here, in your meditation, to just reflect. Is there any period in, right now in my life which I am in transition with which I need to really be skillful, find the light, the points of light, hear what the inner voice is, have that inner conversation and outer, and to really see what is the transition and can I live with the unknown and the insecurity at this particular time. And for those of you who, have, who are thinking about transition, and it is on your uh, mind, and you look at the ethics of it and um, the genuineness of it and therefore you might give some reflection while you are here to what steps what risk and risk is the key here what would turn these thoughts into an adventure into a new step and in both either you're in change and transition and therefore letting go or you're taking steps and you know you need to change and let go that that will start opening up the space that movement is called liberation it is a liberating movement to free up the being 
in in a short conversation um, yeah, in terms of changes sometimes difficult last year we were here the team of us <coughs> it's a little bit signs of the time it's not just Israel don't take it personally that around for the two seven day retreats around 170 put their good name down and a year ago last September all you had to do was to register out of the 170 was it something like that 175 whatever it was around 105 maybe 110 actually turned up that makes it extremely difficult for our beloved team it makes it extremely difficult for the organisers, extremely difficult to order the food, arrange the rooms, and much, much else. So people are putting their name down and not turning up. And in some places, not putting their name down and turning up, etc. And this has become quite widespread. And in conversation with uh, Tovener and uh, with Guy and uh, others, the, the real feeling, something has to change. Uh, there, because and part of the reason for amongst the many is, I suspect, people's attention span is short. So the to watch this in your life, the thought arises: Oh, I would like to do that. Well, that would be nice. To, oh, I'll just put my name down. I'll probably go, but maybe I won't. Not realizing the disconnect and the disrespect for the other there. and this is a pity and this is a recent phenomenon this is, we're talking the last five or ten years this is going on it's a real pity that our word or our agreement or our commitment has got so weak at the drop of a hat as we say in English oh no I can't I haven't got time or oh, something else oh there's a nice concert on I think I'll, I'll do the retreat next year and maybe this is to be looked at while you are here maybe is social media contributing to the shortness of attention span and the weakening of commitment are you spending too much time on text messages on the dreaded Instagram the, 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 the Facebook or the face crook with its owner and much more are we living in a state of such disconnect it's got a little bit too easy just to press a button and say I'm registered or to, just to say oh yeah I'll, we'll meet for a coffee oh god I forgot all about it Is there something in the human experience where focus, concentration is getting lost because there are, this is the corporate world, this is the political world, they are buyers, you understand buyers, B-U-Y-E-R, they are buyers of our attention. They are buying our attention. Liberation is means we're not up for sale. We're not, to, we're not going to be bought. We want to live in the proper world, the authentic world, the real world, and not in these substitute realities. And we use, I use social media 
but hopefully all being well it has a small aspect of the daily life because the actual life is together here in the authentic and in the real it's not there in the text and we have to find ways to re reconnect and there and t- so while you're here come back to the point is there transition are you in transition what would contribute to that is there transitions which are necessary and that voice is there and to find the steps to take it is one able to explore and this insecurity and recognize it and see that though it's difficult there is some extraordinary potential in it as well and most of us have gone through plenty of insecurities in life and sometimes we have developed as human beings much more than living in secure with security an interesting phenomenon for us yeah. in our uh, meditations as uh, as as well finally this checking in as well with this whole identity world it's very vulnerable we have to go a lot more deep than being identified with a role in life because that role at any moment at any time can be changed because something inside of us moves to change it or somebody else changes it security is not found in an identity there is security it can be realized but it's not in that so our meditations and our explorations and our uh, practices uh, here to really make finally just full use of the sitting walking standing and uh, uh, reclining remember to breathe in and out if in the sitting or in times you feel you're lost in a story or lost in an anxiety do open the eyes there let more light and color in so helpful and supportive uh, for you uh, there when you come to the end of a sitting meditation or a, a other posture just look back over that sitting that 45 minutes that half hour hour or that walk and just a quiet reflection what was the quality like of that sitting or that walking period was i present and and, and steady was i living in the past or in the future was i daydreaming was i bored in my next period can i find an, another way or explore in a different way so i'm not a prisoner to the boredom or to the agitation or to the anxiety or to the daydream or whatever and that therefore i'm quietly in my own modest way freeing myself up liberating myself from that because that space is going to open up something very precious and beautiful for you unimaginable unimaginably deep and beautiful and and let keep that so that there is never in our spiritual life and in in our explorations a big gap between the preciousness of liberation and the ordinariness of the daily life we can bring them together we have the resources we have the explorations uh, together 
and this is the best. Let's have a quiet minute together, shall we please? beings explore the, the field of change. May all beings live with wisdom. May all beings live with love and liberation.